Okay. All right. So yeah. So you head you get in the taxi, you head back to the house. Luckily for you, not no other excitement happens on the <laughs> way home. You yeah, we'll just say, yeah, you just you head home and yeah, nothing happens. You get it back in you get into your apartment. Like he he has the the fuck did I stick in the coffee can? Oh, the, that was a roll of film from the camera. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. You took the pictures of the guy that was on the street. He uh, so he probably still has the pictures on himself. Then, <laughs> you, yeah, you the yeah those are the pictures of the crime scene. You still haven't gotten off your person. So so he he you know he gets in. He takes the 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 film back out of the coffee pot. He he throws himself on. You know he probably. Probably pours himself a shot. Yeah. After all that bullshit, <laughs> pours himself a shot, sticks the 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 film in a you know in a different location, and maybe just leave it. it doesn't matter. Pours himself a shot. He dials Charlene again uh, to try to get some things sort of squared away before you know going into like mob town. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. So um, uh, let's see. So. You were there's about three. You probably get down done about four. Yeah. So she's probably still at Imperial. Yep. So yep. So same thing. Somebody picks up, gets it, gets it to Charlene. Charlene's like, hello. Uh Charlene, it's George again. George, what do you have for me? Well, it you know, it's interesting. You know, we we met and uh, you know, you told me your story, which I Except it seems highly unlikely that your brother was, uh, you know, committed suicide. Uh, but in the morning, I'm woken up to find out that um, a Mr. John Costa, who works for Mr. DeLuca, DeLuca uh, is in my establishment looking for uh, the pictures that you provided to me. Is there any other information that you would like to provide to me? So you hear a long silence. Oh, I like that. I actually did it. And then you hear you hear her go, I'm sorry, what? Uh, I believe I made myself fairly clear. Uh, it would seem that uh, Mr. DeLuca, you know, the, the, the crime boss here in, in New York, is quite interested in the uh, provic- the pictures that you provided to me. I-, I am just confused as to how they would even know that I would have these pictures. You again, another long silence, and she's and you just you can almost hear the wheels turning, and she goes, "The De- wait, the DeLuca family." Uh yes, that uh, they they gave me. Um, they were quite insistent that the pictures be returned if you uh, understand my meaning she kind of like you can hear her it, like it's a very tidy voice but you can kind of hear her say like marcus marcus what what have you gotten yourself in the delucas how come i how come i never she's like this is news to me mr armstrong this is big news to me can i make an insight which seems weird over the phone but can i you know just kind of like gauge her yes vocal inflection like that kind of thing yep yep dl of three all right yeah oh fuck oh no that's a six two three six so i got a seven. Oh, nice 
That's amazing. Okay. So I'm going to give you the stuff just because I, I know what information I want to give you. Sure. So, so yes, you hear an inflection. No, it's not exactly what you think it is. Um, she, you can tell she knows who Delu- who DeLuca is. She knows that he's a major crime boss, one of the major crime bosses in the city. But she's very perplexed on what is actually going on. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess it sets him at ease a little bit, I mm-hmm. guess. And, like, she didn't send me to, like, have my ass beat. <laughs> um, Before you say something, she's like, this poses a bigger problem than I was expecting. Uh, you're not kidding me too she kind of says i have to be there with you wait what now i i i have to i have to know i have to be there with you i have to know what my what my brother has been up to the prodigal son he never does anything or i just i don't i don't understand i have to know uh, so I didn't want to say anything at the in front of Carol. I mean, she knew already. I guess it doesn't matter. But in in that box was Marcus's will made out to you. Uh, a key. And I'm not quite sure where it goes to. It's not a house key. I know that. And uh, a picture of you and him in front of uh, Antoine's ice cream shop. But uh, the interesting part of that is that I know that Antoine's is where the DeLuca family, you know, has their meetings. Does any of that ring a bell? And you, again, a long pause. And you just, you hear, you hear that she doesn't quite believe what she's saying. And she's like, Antoine's. What? Me and Marcus in front of Antoine's? What? I, I, what is going on here? You know, and she, you, you hear her kind of set the, set the receiver down on the table for a little bit. And she, you kind of hear her walk her, walk around and she's like, what is happening? (laughs) And she comes back to the phone and she picks it up and she says, I just I don't under I don't understand. There's just I don't know what that means. I've never seen this picture in my life. You I, we must be. I must I I have to see it. Okay, uh and there was uh well I don't know if he would tell her there was coke in there. So I'm like I, as a player and hence as George. Yeah. He's kind of thinking that he got into dealing coke on the side. Fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) And either didn't pay for it or, you know, didn't make good on whatever promises he was making to the mob. And, of course, they killed him. Yeah. Or he was supposed to deliver coke and he didn't. He took it because Carol was a cokehead. So, like, hey, babe, look, I got you this fucking whole pound of coke. It's great, right? The anniversary. No. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) I don't know that he would tell her that, right? Because she seems perplexed. So, like, giving her that information, I don't think necessarily helps him in any way. So he doesn't say anything. I don't think he says anything. Okay. Cut all that out. <laughs> <laughs> he says, look, I I got to meet them in two hours. I'm going to meet them there. 
if you want to meet me, where is it? Like in relation to kind of where we are. Uh, let's say that it's like literally smack dab in between where you live and where Imperial Taxi is. How far is Imperial Taxi? Uh, <laughs> are we uh, in the same like borough or is it uptown, downtown? Is it you know yeah, half hour away? Let's say it's like a half an hour away. Okay. I guess he probably goes all over the city. Like maybe there's like, you know, maybe there's like a, you know, Frankie's diner or something that's kind of like up in that area. Right. Yeah. We're we're just world building here. So he says, uh, look, meet me at Frankie's in a half an hour. Frankie's half an hour. I'll bring the picture. I'm going to, I'm going to leave the will and the key here. Cause, uh, I don't know what's going on with that yet, and we're going into the snake's den, so I'll leave that here. Yeah, yep, sounds, sounds, sounds good, sounds, yep, I, I need to get, I need, yep, yep, sounds good. Okay, I will, I will meet you there then in one half hour. Listen, don't, if you're going to, don't do anything stupid. Okay, if you're going to come, I'm not convinced that you should even be coming with me in the first place. This is not going to be maybe. Hopefully we both get to walk out. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to walk out, but like now it's doubly because it's just follow my lead. Don't do anything stupid. um, She says, if this picture and these other things that I'm finding out are to be true regardless if I come with you now or not I'm in this so I will meet you there in a half an hour and before she and before she before you even really get to say anything she hangs right up on you he will he's gonna leave his gun at the house seems like a bad move but like you don't go into like you know a mob's meeting place packing heat right like that's probably not (laughs) a good idea but he does have like um you know he's probably got like a sack or something from like you know bag of bagels or like a you know sandwich or something something relatively clean so he puts the coke in the bag and he takes that and he sticks the picture like in his back pocket or whatever you know if it's regular size picture he sticks it in his pocket okay make sure he has the other ones in his coat pocket <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be funny oh you don't have them anymore so yeah so you you meet at the diner uh that's what it was a diner right yeah, yeah. okay sorry i just <laughs> all these things swirling in my head i'm like we're meeting at a diner right okay mm-hmm. so yeah you meet there she Pulls up in her car, you take a cab, and then she says, uh, she says, uh, if it's okay with you, you, we don't have to pay for a cab. You, we can take my car. Yeah, sure. That, that'd that be, that'd be good. Okay. He like, you know, he waves the cab off, you know, pays for the cab, gets in the car, pulls out the picture, you know, as they're kind of like sitting in front of the, in front of the diner. Yeah. And he says, uh, th- this is the picture. And she looks at it and she stares for quite a while and she says um you know i have a really good memory i don't remember this at all 
but this is you too, right? And he like taps the picture. Yeah. And she she laughs and she says, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh that was me. And she like you almost like she almost has like a memory stored in her head, not of the picture that she's seeing, but of days gone by that you know were good. And um you see a a tear kind of fall from her right eye and she um kind of sniffles a little bit and just uh, i tell you this is uh swiping the tears from her eyes and she's like i just i have built walls around myself to not get hurt and here we go just being torn down i just i it's only been a few days i already miss him so you uh you have to steal yourself because Marcus might not have been the man that you think that he was. He he may have been once, uh, but people change. I've never met the man. You and Carol both agree that he was uh, he was a, a an angel, but uh, things happen and people change, and you you have to be uh, prepared to accept the fact that. Um, he, he might have got into some things over his head. And as you kind of like start to talk about the fact that he isn't who he says he is, she kind of does steal herself and you get, you see her get that cold look in her eye again. And she says, Oh, don't you worry, Mr. Armstrong. If this is to be true, I will still find what happened regardless of what my brother did. And I will, I don't want to say bring him to justice because it just sounds cheesy, but that's like the only way. Yeah. Let's say that. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, And I will make them pay. And, you know, it's like, she looks up to him with like steel in her eyes. He looks back, you know, makes eye contact and he, you know, he, he put, he reached out, puts a hand on her shoulder. I assume they're like face to face, like, you know, in the car, sort of like leaning over the center, you know, center console. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, I can, uh, I can appreciate where you're coming from, but just remember these people, they don't care about me, about you. If they killed Marcus, I've been doing this for a little while. And, uh, you know, people got a people, and I try to stay clear of most of the the worst of it. Usually, I'm tracking down guys cheating on their wives or wives, you know, out flitting about. I mean, I it, it's mostly you know little things in the grand scheme of things. I mean, obviously, they're big things for the people that are involved, but none of them tend to get people killed. I can appreciate where you're coming from, but uh, you, you, you gotta be careful. She kind of like uh, is taking in all of what you say, as you say it. And she says, um, she kind of squints her eyes and she says, unfortunately for you, I, I don't know careful. And she starts up the car and you head to DeLuca's. He just like settles himself back in the chair, 
pulls out his ever pressing cigarettes, <laughs> you know, lights one up and just, you know, he takes a puff and then almost forgets about it. And it's just like staring out the window. Like, <laughs> fuck. So last session, um, we kind of ended it a little differently than John wanted to end it because of how he felt um, some things were going to go on as far as his character goes. So we're going to recon what happened last time. And we're going to say that uh, when Vinny saw George, that he's going to say that Mr. DeLuca has moved up his time, that he wants George to actually meet Mr. DeLuca at Antoine's at um, eight o'clock. Then uh, George actually talks to Charlene. Charlene's like, I'm coming with you. Um, He's like, uh, George is like, well, let's talk, you know, let's talk over, over dinner. You guys have dinner and then you are starting to head over to Antoine's. All right. So as the, as the scene opens up, it's an establishing shot straight through the windshield. It's just the two of them sitting in the car. Uh, Charlene is driving, you know, the sun is starting to go down in the background. You can see, you know, the reflection of the street lights passing by on the, on the windshield, the either side of them as they're driving along and, in intense silence and you know George just kind of like leans back in the chair and closes his eyes and he thinks to himself well Georgie you really did it this time you stepped in it but good this had gotten out of hand way too quick or you think and tell Charlene you were going to see the Luca that was a rookie move I must still be concussed and like as he's thinking he you know kind of like reaches up and sort of rubs his forehead I'd have given myself uh, pretty even odds on getting out of there tonight, but uh, if she goes in and starts flying off the handle, it's going to be lights out for both of us. Then we'll all find out exactly what happened to Marcus. And it's, you know, it's silent for a couple more minutes. You know, lights are kind of going. Then he says, uh, he, you know, sits up, you know, kind of like bolt upright, and he's like, Charlene, stop the car. Stop the car. And you kind of jolt her awake. She's kind of like, you know, driving, driving in the, in the dark, kind of in the zone. And she stops. She's like, what, what's, what's happening? What's going on? Hey, Hey, look, I, I know that, that you wanted to come tonight. I probably shouldn't even told you where I was going. Look, you, you can't come with me. I understand that, you know, this is your brother and you're all concerned. And like, maybe these guys did something, but like, this is the mob. I don't even know. I gave myself pretty fair odds that I might get out tonight when I give them the pictures back, but I, I can't let you go in with me. It's just, it's just not going to work. I shouldn't even have told you. Okay. I want you to roll a charm check for me and I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it be pretty high because she <laughs> does not want to not be there so i'm gonna make i'm gonna make it a five it's gonna be really difficult okay i'm gonna add my new skill of rhetoric oh that's right why don't we tell you were actually you used your xp which is how much xp did you use to get to this new skill i spent 10 xp to pick up rhetoric at a plus one nice so what is Um, rhetoric so the people at home know what that means Oh, shit. Let me grab the book. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I, I have it in my phone, too, if you want me to read it. But Nope, I got it. Uh, so in the Day Trippers core rule book, um, they have uh, fast talk and rhetoric and a couple other things. I like 
like just the thought of fast talk, but I think rhetoric is probably more in line with what's going on with the character. So it's using language and its presentation to affect the desired changes in a listener's attitude or opinion. Maybe used for arguing, bantering, negotiating, orating, joking, storytelling, rhapsodizing, proving, disproving, critiquing, questioning, seducing, or convincing. Perfect. So um, just, you know, kind of, not necessarily a master of language, but, you know, just being able to, you know, use words to influence people as opposed to fast talk, which would be more uh, confusing and befuddling, you know, trying to trick somebody into doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be something that would be more like a criminal would probably do or somebody on somebody that's on the streets more, <clears throat> even though you're a, a hardy detective or whatever. I feel like this rhetoric is a good skill. And even though technically right now we're kind of making car noir as we kind of go i like that you found that in the day trippers and we're using it for that so mm-hmm. i mean you know skills like that are you know applicable to you know multiple settings right like yeah it's yeah, not yeah. like uh you know slip dynamics or you know something that's <laughs> setting specific it's you know just yeah. being able to use language effectively yeah yeah exactly yeah so go ahead and use your Use your charm with your uh, skill. Oh, I rolled a six. I rolled a six and a two. So oh, I wow. got a seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you exceeded by more than one. So that's a yes and something positive. Sweet. Um, nice. I, I want to say that like she just doesn't argue and she pulls over, but like the success on the check is that, right? Like, that's yeah, like, yeah. Can, do, do you... Uh, they don't murder me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'll give you a suggestion. You can take okay. it or leave it. Yes, she doesn't come, but also she doesn't follow you because that could be oh, something like that, that she could do anyway. She could yeah, just yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, sure. I'll let you go. And then all of a sudden she's hiding in the bushes somewhere or whatever. Ten minutes later, she kicks the front door down. Look, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, shit, it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so she so, like resigns herself, I guess, to the fact that like, oh yeah, maybe I'll get murdered too, and yeah, like, yeah, and we won't get justice from yeah. Marcus. So you know, uh, so I'll say like, so you you know, it could be the summer heat or it could be nervousness, but you see her sweat a little bit more than usual. Um, she kind of looks nervously around, um, kind of uh, adjusts herself in her seat, and um. And she's like, yeah, I, you can tell she's just, she's still like just angry and just wants to know the truth, but she's cooler heads do prevail in this. And she kind of just kind of takes a few breaths and she goes, I, I guess you're right. I, I don't really want to jump into something where I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just, I just, I just miss my brother. And she kind of turns to you and kind of gives you sad eyes. And she says, um, I know that you deal with danger, but I also, I don't want to get you hurt in the process. He, you know, he reached out, puts a hand on her shoulder and he says, look, you're, you're, you're a tough broad and you know, you're doing right by your brother. And, and I'm going to try to help you as much as I can. I'm a, we'll see what kind of information that we could get. 
you know, it's uh, if if they're involved, then it's going to be a lot harder to you know proceed. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do the best I can, and you know we're gonna try to get justice for Marcus. So just to refresh my memory, now I'm trying to remember. Did did does Charlene know that you are going there to give the pictures over to Deluca? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, well let, let's let's say because I don't remember it myself. Let's say no. I don't think so. I think he just told her that he had a meeting with them or that okay. he was going to go there or, you know, because he was like, hey, why, you know, why was I beaten up by a bunch of fucking mob thugs that wanted these pictures back? Yeah. Okay. I, I think so, it was kind of how he put it. And he was like, hey, I'm going over there. Okay. I don't think he told her. No, I don't think he did either. And I was just like, I'm trying to think of like when Vinny, oh no, or again, she wasn't there. Never mind. Anyway, all of a sudden she just, she's, you know, kind of calm and like resi- resigned into, you know, letting you handle it. And she's, she looks at you and she goes, why do you think they need, why do they think they want to meet with you? Well, I got, I got visited by uh, a couple of the thugs in, in my office. They, they were looking for them pictures. And then she kind of like hardens her face as she looks at you and she says, you didn't give them to you. Did get, you didn't give them, give the pictures to them. Did you? No, of course not. Not a lie. I still got the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm not going to press it any further. So she she looks at you and she says, um, I'm going to. Oh. She says, remember when I told you it needed to be between you and I? I kind of need those pictures back eventually. You never did tell me. How did you get them pictures? She says, um. Let's just say I have a friend at the newspaper that was able to help me out. Hmm. Good friend to have. And she kind of like, she exiles really loud and she's kind of like, I wish that uh, this was not the case of why I needed them. I understand. At a character, I'm thinking now I should have had the pictures developed and gave them the copies of the pictures and kept the original. <laughs> but you know, it's yep. water under the bridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so if you don't have anything more to say, she'll drive you the rest of the way. I I think he tells he's like, uh, you know what? Uh, drop me off uh, about a block away. I'll, I'll walk up. Uh, no sense in them, uh, you know, catching sight of you. I mean, not that anybody's necessarily looking, but, you know, safe is safe. Yeah. And she kind of like thinks about it a little bit and she says, yes, she said, she says, um, yes, uh, that's a good idea. I, I will drop you off about a block before and then I will double back and head home. But make sure that when you know something, please give me a call. I will be waiting. Uh, will do. Uh, as long as I make it out of here, you know? And she kind of uh, laugh, exhales a little bit, but in a sad way and kind of grabs your shoulder a little bit and then let's go. So, yeah, she drive the rest of the way. She drops you off. And before she's 
about to take off, she reaches into the back of her um, suit coat and pulls out a gun and she hands it to you and she says, I don't know how crazy it might get in there, but you you might want that you you may want this he like this confirms his suspicion so he just kind of looks at her for a minute and um you know he, he puts it you know um, she's holding the gun so he puts his hand on her hand with the gun and you know kind of like gently pushes it back towards her and he goes it's uh it's it's best if i uh if i go in without that they're uh i'm sure they're gonna pat me down before we go in have to survive on my wits. And he points at his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She, she kind of laughs at you and she says, well, I hope whatever, whatever you got up there gets you out of this sticky situation. Take- <laughs> gets me in trouble more often than not. <laughs> she, and she kind of like shakes her head like, Oh no, kind of thing, you know, <laughs> kind of looks around and she's like, all right, take care. I'll be in touch. And then she uh, U-turns and heads in the other direction. So I feel like now it's another, it's like a high angle establishing shot. She pulls away. He's standing underneath the street light. You know, some guy walking down the street, you know, cab goes by and he, you know, he's got the, the bag with the Coke in it. And, you know, he just starts trundling down the street the rest of the way towards Antoine's. All right. So Antoine's is an ice cream parlor, but it's technically more than that. So it's a, it's a little, it's, it's interesting. It's got a little seating area in the front of Antoine's where you can sit on some uh, attached to the cement stools that spin around. Um, if you're a kid at heart and it's got a little, uh, a little area where the uh, I can't think of what the ice cream person would be called that makes all that stuff. Soda jerk. Soda jerk. Thank you. Is uh, it would be making any kind of delicious treat, but also there is an inside dining area and they make um, all kinds of Italian dishes like your spaghettis and your tortellinis and so forth and this night pasta fajul yes (laughs) (laughs) um and even on this night where you're meeting with this big crime boss uh antoine's is actually pretty busy there's uh even at this time of night there's a couple of kids in the stools looking to get their favorite ice cream there are families inside the restaurant eating some some dishes and stuff like that as you are about to go to the front door to get get inside of the of Antoine's uh, you see Vinny standing to, uh, near the door and he op- swings open the door and lets you in okay I imagine there's like two or three like neighborhood punk kids who like want to be part of the mafia gang so they just kind of like hang around and like smoke cigarettes and look angry. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As it, as you're kind of surveying inside too, like even some of the families that are there to have their meals and stuff like that. I mean, it, it, they look like your traditional 1940s Italian family. So like 
even anyone that is actually there could be part of this group uh, part of the family so you don't really know because again you're not you know them you know the mob bosses just because of what's been happening in the news and stuff like that but besides that you only know john DeCosta and Vinny, whatever his last name be me and uh or john costa i don't know why i said da costa probably because of deluca <laughs> and um you see in the right corner of uh, the right back corner of the restaurant is mr deluca sitting in the corner of a booth costa to his right and then a couple of females in the opposite side from them and then a kind of a wiry tallish fella he's got really long hair that's balding it's actually it's he's balding in the front but he's got long hair in the back that he's got in a ponytail that goes about halfway down his back and it's twisted up nicely taut and he's wiring kind of telling like this elaborate story and um everybody there is kind of laughing even deluca is even laughing at this as you're kind of making your approach like uh no one even really yes i was gonna say when he goes in i feel like Vinny probably comes in afterwards and like takes him to the table because george doesn't actually know that the luke is gonna be there right like it was like Maybe, right? Like, maybe there's some inclination that he's going to be there because, yeah. you know, he's, you know, Vinny says, you know, make sure you're there or whatever. But, like, it could just be John Costa and Vinny, right? Like, give me the pictures and get the fuck out of here, right? So he's not really sure. So he's just kind of, like, standing there taking it all in, and he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Vinny comes up behind him and sort of, like, nudges him with his elbow. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like that. Um, Because I don't know that he would just necessarily approach the table. All that stuff. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just meeting, you know, a big crime boss for the first time, you're not just going to stroll up like you know who they are and you own the place. Yeah. No, I get it. Does he pat me down when he comes up and? Oh yeah, that's geez. Yeah, that's terrible. Maybe not. Well. Maybe not in the middle of the restaurant, right? I don't. To tell you the truth, he probably would. It's probably one of those things. that's like they probably. He gets close to me, like he elbows me, and then like surreptitiously, like you know, pats where my, you know, shoulder holster would be, or like you know, my hip to make sure I don't have anything as small on my back or whatever. Right? Like puts a hand on my back. You know what? Okay, so I just made a roll. So I'm gonna say as soon as you get inside, like they're not hiding anything at the moment let's say that and because it's at night and possibly you think that whoever is in the restaurant right now that they trust like they're not they re- protect their neighborhood sort of yeah thing, exactly right? so like yeah, everybody yeah. kind of knows yeah exactly so it's just one of those things so like he visibly pats you down and no one is the wiser again just like i said before like the people that are talking over there the deluke deluke and everyone else like Everyone's really, you know, in their conversation. They don't even like, they're not even bothered by you, really. So Vinny pats you down. He kind of pushes you over there. You kind of head out. Now, when you head over, do you, you know, how do you act when you're heading over there? Do you act scared? Do you act confident? How do you act? I mean, I don't think he's like overly 
like confident or aggressive, but he's also not like, you know, meek and shuffling. Okay. Right. Like he knows who he's now he knows who he's going to talk to. (laughs) Right. So he would be, you know, respectful in a sense, right? Like you, you're on their turf, you're in his restaurant. They already sent people to come out, right? But he's not gonna be like, oh my God, it's uh, thanks for seeing me. Well, whatever. But like, you know, he just, you know, tries to be somewhat nonchalant, but like is, you know, at least, you know, sort of respectful, you know, mindful of the situation that he's in, right? Okay. Be like, what the fuck are you bring me here for? Like, well, you know, what's this all about or whatever, you know? So not overconfident, but also not me, kind of in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds good. So, yeah, so as you head over, you're standing there, and Vinny's next to you, and this gentleman with that's balding with the ponytail is still telling his story, and everyone's still involved, and they're, you know, they're kind of giggling and really into it, and you can hear him say, and then he's like really, really excitedly. He's like, uh, yeah. And then he, and then the guy was like, yeah, and then suck my dick. And then I was like, well, you know what? Suck this. And then I, I threw him off the roof. And then everyone's just kind of laughing really loud. Even the girls are laughing, you know, super loud or whatever. And he's like, uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Once he made that splat on that ground, you know, boy, I tell you, if you wanted me to suck his dick, boy, it was going to be really hard to find. You know what I'm saying? And everyone's just, everyone's kind of laughing and stuff like that. And, uh, and everybody kind of gets a little giggle in and it kind of settles down a little bit. And then Mr. DeLuca looks your way and the conversation's dead and the laughing is a dead stop. And you hear Mr. DeLuca say, uh, Mr. Armstrong, nice of you to make it promptly on time. And he looks at his watch. Um, I wanted to make a quit, but I can't think of anything funny. <laughs> what's it? What's a good late quote? God, I feel like I should have one. <laughs> I don't. Ah, shit. God, edit all this out. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. Uh, yeah, better late than never. No, uh, yeah. If you think of something, or if you think of something later, I can edit it in too. God, you might have to because I'm completely drunk. I'm like, oh, I would, um, do, I would do the same thing. Um, he says, um, uh, yeah, I, I ran into uh, to Vinny, and um, he uh, he reminded me that I had an appointment by eight. Deluca says, uh, sorry, well, I guess it's really hard to talk in talk in this voice if you have gas. <clears throat> Excuse me. He says, uh, that's a good boy. I heard you have some pictures for me. Uh, I do. Uh, funny thing, Vinny, uh, you know, he, he he jogged my memory and uh, I, I happened to find these. Did, hmm. did, did Vinny take the bag? Does he like take the bag for me and just like hand it over? Or am I still <clears throat> holding? The yeah, bag? if he's patting you down, geez, boy, I'm a terrible GM tonight. Yeah, he would definitely take it right away. So I imagine uh, when the when the conversation stops, he just like hands the bag over, like yeah. puts a bag on the table and nobody looks at it. Like it's yeah, just yeah. there on the table. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, we'll say that it's there and we'll, okay. So we'll come back to what's going on. DeLuca kind of sneers, sneers a little or giggles a little bit. And he's kind of like, <laughs> uh, it's pretty interesting when we have to jog people's memories. Now, how about you just hand them over? 
So he he holds both of his hands up, and he you know, I'm I'm gonna yeah I got yeah the, the pictures yeah even he, as you slowly go to do that you still can see like Vinny like you even though you Vinny's behind you you can feel him like go for his gun and like uh puts a hand on my shoulder <laughs> yeah yeah exactly Costa kind of goes like that too Deluca doesn't move at all he's stoic he's like if you're gonna make a move you're gonna die anyway and then the gentleman that was kind of telling the story he, he you technically you're behind him because we're actually i'm gonna say that it's like a it's like a, a round booth i'm gonna say there's deluca in the back then i'm gonna say there's costa on one side the girls on the other and then i'm gonna say that this gentleman that was talking is in a chair just on the on the other end or whatever in the row mm-hmm. and you you don't see what what he's doing because he's kind of seeing what everyone else is doing and you don't see him tense up at all Okay. So he like, you know, with his left hand pulls his left coat open to show that there's, you know, obviously nothing because I was padded down, but reaches in and, you know, pulls out the, the folded up pictures. Okay. Yeah. So, so then you give them to DeLuca then, or do you hand them to someone else? I think he like takes a step forward. So he's kind of like next to the guy in the chair, but still sort of behind him. Okay. And, you know, they're still folded and he reaches down and, you know, kind of like drops them on the table next okay. to the bag. Okay. Yeah. So then, yeah. So you do that. And again, no one really makes a move or anything like that. Uh, seeing that you didn't really pull out a weapon or anything like that. Everyone relaxes. DeLuca takes the pictures and kind of in silence looks at them for a little bit. While he's doing that, you can say something or I'm going to go to the next thing. I think he just, I, I think he just stands there, right? Like, okay. again, you know, being respectful, like he's looking at the pictures. There's obviously a thing that's happening. Yeah. You know, he's he's not trying to be overly, like, tried to diffuse the situation a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, you know, Vinny jogged my memory and, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, after a few silent minutes of him kind of perusing through the pictures and no one, like, looks at him with him, like, uh costa doesn't like sneak over and take a peek the girls don't make a move and uh he puts the pictures down for a moment and he looks at you and he says mr armstrong in your opinion what do you think happened here i you know i'm just a i'm a lowly pi uh it looks to me like uh some guy got himself dead uh Maybe he was involved in some things that uh, maybe he shouldn't have been. He kind of like takes a minute and then he looks you directly in the eyes and he says, lonely PI, huh? That's interesting because what I see here is a couple of crime scene photos that you shouldn't be having. And what was the other thing I had in my head? I just lost it. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I have to say it, though, too, because it's it was perfect timing and i can't think of what i can't remember the other thing oh my god this is gonna piss me off was it tied to the drug was it tied to the crime scene was it tied to marcus oh yes it was thank you okay so i'll start again so uh oh you're a lowly pi huh well number one 
how did you come up with these crime scene photos when you're just a lonely PI? Number two, I read in those papers that Mr. Woodard killed himself. So why are we looking into this? I, you know, I got a, you know, a client privilege. You understand. I, some people were concerned that maybe, uh, you know, something had happened, but I, I got involved. Mistakenly, I got involved. Uh, you know, I am a private investigator. I investigate things and uh, try to uh, set people's minds at ease. So he kind of takes takes what you're thinking. And the one point when you said cli- uh, client privilege or whatever, he kind of like gets a mad scowl on his face like he doesn't give a shit about client privilege kind of thing. Clearly not. To, yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, and he, he thinks about it a little bit and he says, uh, he's like, uh, I'm, uh, I'm very curious about this too, since uh, clearly this, you think that this man didn't kill himself? What makes you think that, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, let's say that. Um, uh, what makes you think that? Oh, man, what do you answer? i mean i i I guess he probably would right like he holds none of the cards right like (laughs) but i like i don't know like he would break it down like oh his collar is stuffed up and the angle of the bullet is not yeah you guys are doing a really shitty job killing people (laughs) you want them to think it's not ah I feel like this should be really, it is sort of tense, but I feel like it should be like, bam, I'm <laughs> yeah. not smart enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you've got both of us talking. It's going to be hard. <laughs> no offense to you. More offense to me. Uh, I, you know, I was, uh, I was called to, uh, to investigate the, you know, a, a possible homicide. I, it's only been like uh, two days. I haven't gotten very far in the investigation when, um, uh, your your um your associates uh visited my office. He kind of looks at you and he says, "Yeah, well, when something like this happens on my turf, I have to make sure that you know things are on the up and up, and that my good name doesn't get dragged through the mud." He says, "Uh." I uh, I don't have any desire to uh, besmirch your good name. I uh, I mostly deal in uh, philandering husbands and uh, you know missing kids. Uh, this is uh, you know a little bit beyond my pay grade. I'm thinking. And as you say that, he looks at the bag and he decides to, and he kind of points to Costa, and Costa grabs the bag and opens it up. And uh, he looks at what's now. It, was it only the cocaine that was in the bag, or was nothing else? Yeah, because it was the will, the cocaine, and the picture. Yep. Um, Charlene has the picture and the will. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took the cocaine because he wanted to bring it back as like, here you go. If this way you murdered him, like I give it back to you. So like, everything's cool now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Casa shows. DeLuca what's in the bag and he gets this kind of puzzled look on his face and then he looks at you 
with a scowl and says, now, where did you come by this? Um, I, as a matter of fact, I, uh, I found that uh, in the deceased's uh, possessions. And uh, I thought, uh, you know, uh, we had as Vinny so eloquently uh, requested the, the, that uh, I come to uh, the meeting tonight, I, I thought that uh, perhaps this uh, belonged to you folks in general and that you, you may wish to have that back. You folks, you say, and he kind of scowls at you again and he looks in the bag and he looks at you and he says, you do know that this this is my trade, correct? I don't presume to know uh, very much about uh, any business uh, that happens in the city uh, other than, uh, you know, uh, like I said, the missing philandering husbands and whatnot. Uh, he kind of gives you, well, you know what, let's see what did I say. I mean, he's saying without saying, like, he's trying not to be like, hey, you're a fucking mobster that, like, kills people. Like, but he's, like, trying to skate around it, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He kind of scowls and looks at you again, and he says, why should I believe that this bag is not yours? I I don't uh, have, um, it's not mine, for sure. Uh, what would I do with uh, something uh, like that? I, that? You know, that's what I'm wondering. I don't really feel like you have a leg to stand on here, Mr. Armstrong. And like Vinny pushes me down into a fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, if you got this bag where you say you got this bag. Boy, what would he say there? <laughs> Lots of ways I could go with this. How, what assurances do I have? Um, my good name is a private investigator. He, he says, look, I have no desire to be involved in any business that may or may not take place within this establishment or that is attributed to you in any way whatsoever. I have my own thing that I'm doing. And uh, these two worlds don't need to interact in any sort of way i i could just go about my businesses as if nothing had ever happened uh roll me a charm check that's gonna be a five also with oh i got another six seven nice (laughs) okay so yeah uh so he believes you and well, I don't know. I mean, it depends how big you want to let me go. <laughs> <laughs> how about you just you suggest it and I I will like it, shut it down. Most of the time I don't I most of the time I never shut things down unless they're too overpowered. So right, but I feel like them like just letting me off the hook is shitty for the story, right? Like because there's <laughs> things that are happening. So they'll be like, all right, well, fuck that whole thread. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That anyway. yeah, no, I get it. How about he doesn't force me to do anything for him kind of like what we were talking about pre-show like oh you're such a good guy well why don't you like you know prove it to me and do you know this that or the other thing yeah he's just like oh all right well you know if, if he accepts that yeah i've found these drugs and i'm you know return returning them in a good faith 
effort. And if, if he buys that, right, like that's a win by itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So I'm going to allow that. I think that there's there's a couple of ways you could do it because you could definitely say like if the mob like the mob is never gonna like let you not get out of things. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I'm on the radar now, right? So like even if it's not like oh go steal this thing for me, yeah, like they're now I'm in the orbit. You're yeah. Now they know who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Which isn't what you want. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, never. <laughs> so yeah, so he's. Let's just say he's not exactly appeased with it, but he's also not pressing anything. I wonder but, if he, if Vinny, not Vinny, Vinny's my other Italian character. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if George maybe like puts all the cards out on the table. Uh, fuck, where was I? That's up go to that's that? up to what George wants to do. How he would act. I I had something, and now I don't know what happened to it. Um, oh jeez. Was it about the pictures? What is it about Charlene? Was it about- no, it was about Marcus. I think it was about the drugs. I don't remember where the fuck I was going with it now. Like, um, like the girlfriend. <clears throat> no, because I don't want to involve anybody else if I don't have to. All right, let's let's see how this goes. Okay. So so he, I assume he kind of like then sort of nods, right? And, mm-hmm. You know, like mm, all right, whatever. Um, and he says, if we could just put all of our cards on the table, I think that maybe. Marcus got involved in some things that he shouldn't have maybe muscling in on somebody's uh, business. He kind of like waves at the bag uh, or, you know, potentially maybe moving things for some other, other uh, organizations perhaps. And um, he was uh, taught a lesson as it were. I don't wish to involve myself in any of that. I just, uh, you know, we've been beating around the bush a little bit. So there it is. So, yeah, he thinks about it a little bit. And then he looks at you and he says, um, I'll tell you what. This is actually the first that I have ever heard of anything such as this. So I'm going to let you off the hook for now. But I'm going to have you do me one thing. If you hear any more about why these drugs showed up in Mr. Wo- Mr. Woodard's possession. Make sure to let me know. I, uh, like he looks a skill, like he looks around like, yeah, fuck, what else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, uh, yeah, I could, um, I could do that. Just uh, answer me one thing, if you might. Uh, so you're saying that um, you don't know anything about this at all? He kind of sits up straight and kind of straightens his tie. And he kind of looks at you and he says, let's get something straight here. Mr. Armstrong, we're not friends. So... You don't have to ask me all these questions. You're not P.I. in my situation here. So let's just say this. This is news to me. And I want to be kept up to date. Up to debate. <laughs> I want to be kept kept up to date. Capiche? Uh, he puts his hands up. Absolutely. Uh, 
I I will uh, I will do that for sure. And just to let you know, we'll be keeping an eye on you. Kind of like shakes his head and you know, like doesn't say anything. What the fuck? <laughs> At that, he just kind of waves his hand a little bit and he's like, "You're dismissed. En- enjoy your evening." Uh, he doesn't say anything more. How do you proceed after this? How do you, do you just leave? Do you hang around a little bit? Do you say anything else? It's up to you. I don't know if he would say anything after he was dismissed. I do have another question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe maybe if you want to edit like edit this in before he was dismissed, because it feels sure. kind of shitty to do it afterwards. Yeah, that's okay. Um, when he says we're not friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, then he just says, um, uh, so then I have your uh, permission to uh, continue my investigation. I didn't say otherwise, did I? Understood. Okay, perfect. So as you as you head out, yes, go ahead. <laughs> so as I'm walking through the restaurant, then yes, I'm assuming there's like brick a brack and there's like you know paintings of you know seascapes from the Mediterranean, all that kind of shit. Yeah, he wants to look to see if there's any pictures. And if any of those pictures bear a striking resemblance to either Marcus or Charlene. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, now I'm trying to think if this is going to be more of an awareness or an investigation as you're kind of walking out. Oh, um, I guess it depends on how you frame investigation. I, I could see it either way. Yeah. Well, I suppose you're not, you're not, you're not actually sitting there investigating, really. So tabulating. Or yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know. So you, you, it probably would be more awareness. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. God, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep making these hard. I'm going to make it a five to just only because you're leaving. It's, <laughs> and the lights you, are down. There's a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. And if you stop to like look at something, you're going to get in trouble. So yeah, it yeah, just yeah. makes sense. Yep. No. A one and two twos, so that's going to be a three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's a no end. <laughs> nice. Or no no but, right? No, no but. but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is um, also an XP. Yeah. No, that's great. So, yeah. So, you're looking in like... Okay. Maybe so I let... stop to look at something, and then Vinny comes up and is like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> boss told you to leave. <laughs> well, actually, let's do this, because I like, I like butts being... Not not terrible, but kind of nasty. So I'm going to say that instead of Vinny, because Vinny kind of, I'll say Vinny is heading back with you, but he's kind of behind. I'm going to say one of those youth toughs or whatever that were kind of like trying to, whatever. I'm going to say one of them kind of like is kind of off to the side, kind of standing up or whatever. And they kind of like push you towards the door. And it makes you just look kind of, ridiculous as you kind of stumble towards the door yeah he he takes it like you know the like the kid slides off a stool and just kind of like gives him a shove causes him to like stumble you know a couple couple of steps and he you know stands up kind of like straightens his coat but like keeps his head down and and you know out the door right? yep. like he's not going to make a scene yep that's um, perfect but yeah, it makes him look you know weak it makes him look you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So 
let's just say that conversation. I don't think it would take too long. Really? Maybe like half an hour. Yeah, half an hour sounds great. Yeah, so you're still, you know, it's still not super late. So you can, you know, if you want to decide to turn in for the night early, you can. If you feel like you want to do some more investigating, if you want to do some other things, I'll let that be up to you. I was hoping we were going to get to the meeting because I, 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 that's where I was, I was driving to, but like logically there were things that he needed to do before, yes. right? Like to try to put pieces in place. And Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I like it. I think that the, the places where you went were, if I was a player, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I like where it went. I just I don't know if you forgot or if it's just because the mob don't care. He technically had till tomorrow. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah, okay. Well, you know, we'll he just twenty four hours. Yeah, we'll just say because it's the mob, they make up the rules, you know. So it's like, well, guess what? It's time's up now because they're impatient. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was gonna have him say something in character, but like he's got the will, he's got the coke, he's you know, like he's got everything on him. <laughs> Like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna let it go. And if you're gonna go, then like that's cool. That's a win for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, shit. I just yeah. hope that's not boring, right? Because it's kind of procedural. And I little... don't think so, though. I don't know. Cause I can I can always tell when things are going kind of like sour or like stale. And I, I feel like none of that was. Yeah. Because literally, it's it's all leading up to stuff, right? You know, so it's like you know, going over to Carol's and talking to her about those things. Like you have, you know, you were gonna do that. Yeah, it just makes sense. And then you found all these things. Now they're now there's more intrigue because now it's like, okay, pound of coke. Where did that come from? The picture. Why, why does he? Have, why did he have that? You know. Lots of different things that added there, and like, yeah, here and there, like maybe there's maybe we had a couple of roles that we didn't have to do, but I think overall it just makes sense for the story and for getting your information. You know, yeah. it's going to be a little bit more crunchier for us to have to do the roles because you're investigating things. I'm not, you know, you just can't just be like, oh, there it is, yay, we did it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just not how it works. <laughs> yeah. So. It- there could be a little bit in in what Todd was talking about as far as having information available. So like, 
you know, make a role and what, whatever your role is sets the DL for the kind of information that you get. Mm-hmm. And and I like that in certain situations. I don't know that it necessarily applies to this because the information isn't like, it's not part of the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Like there's information that's all over. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, cool. I rolled a six, but like, if the information is someplace I haven't been, then I shouldn't get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm a little fuzzy. Like, I get core and I get the narrative and I love it, but it's also like, I want some mechanics to get to. Like- <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you, ha- and I feel like for most role-playing games, unless you're doing a, just a f- straight storytelling game, you have to have that. You have to have that crunch. Otherwise it's basically like me and you are just haggling for information almost, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, I want to give you information, but also I don't want to give you information because <laughs> this is an investigative role-playing game. So like, I don't want to give you everything because if I do, then you've won the game, you know, and it's like, that, that's not fun. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. For some people it is it's like, Hey, I won good. Great. You know, but it's like, again, journey. We love the journey. We don't like the A and the B. We like the journey. Yeah. And this is weird because, like, in in most of our games, we don't roll for stuff ever. Yep. And I rolled at least eight or ten times tonight. Yeah. I got yeah. Eight XP. <laughs> yeah. Well, even in even in our D and D campaign, like D and D is made for crunch, and we didn't do very many rolls there either. Mm-mm. You know, this one just I'll, this one just it it needs that, and that's what we're doing. I th- I mean I think so. I mean, yeah. I guess it doesn't have to necessarily, but we're used to that, right? Like, I mean, it's just kind yeah. of the, what you sort of expect, right? So we just sort of yeah. play to that. Well, and then some of the things that we were actually doing, like we could do the, you know, do the role and then I could have given you the information depending on because I have a lot of information where it's like, okay, if you decided to dis- to ask this one question here, there's five things I can give you. And mm-hmm. if you would have rolled whatever, I could have given you, depending upon that role, that information. Right, right. But like with this, it's like, okay, like some of these things, like you can actually come back to them. So you can do a role for now. And then eventually you could come back later and do another role and get you more information. So it's like, there's yeah. definitely a couple of ways to think about it that way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I mean, it felt good. I mean, I thought, it, you know, I, I felt like it went all right. Like I had fun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Same here. Like, I, yeah. I, again, I just, I, I've been listening to a lot of uh, RPGs and stuff like that lately. And I know when the things do very well and when the things kind of lag. And I feel like this is going at a good, good chop. You know, it's like. It, we're not just going well you know george goes to the goes to the store and gets some eggs because he needs some sustenance <laughs> for the day you know it's like we don't need that shit you know everything yeah, that yeah. you're doing is progressing the story even if it's a little bit it's actually getting from where i know the end is going to be over here you're mm-hmm. still inching towards that without being like okay here's another you know timeline where none of this matters you know all of it is actually mattering right now so like it's that's where it should be so it's going good i i wonder if oh i only had two brains fuck i cheated that whole game (laughs) 
<laughs> so you rolled more than you should have. I was rolling my three. Oh, uh, that's okay. Because to tell you the truth, like you weren't, even if you had one less die, you were still rolling pretty good. So you probably would have been okay. Shit. Because I was just going to say to you, I wonder if I should make a health roll since he was all fucked up. Like we didn't oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. And then that's I right. looked over at my sheet and I was like, oh, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we do something our next session where because of how you how things have kind of been going for you and you haven't really had I mean you haven't had a chance to rest but you haven't really I kind of you know kind of like that abrupt wake up maybe you know maybe when you go to DeLuca's you know maybe you aren't, aren't at your sharpest maybe or maybe we could roll for that and then figure out where we go from there maybe um maybe what we can do is make like a health check okay Right, like in the ride over, maybe, or or like even when we get there, be like, hey, you know, why don't you make a health check and see how you're feeling, and then yeah. maybe we can like justify that he was okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't cheat on all those rules. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I think the car ride actually probably is a good idea because you could be like, you know, so I'm sitting here in the car and like, you know, we're going to this thing and like I I've had this trauma and you know I was able to sleep but I woke up and it's like there's this go 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 like do i actually feel even though i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna you know try my best not to get killed do i actually how do i actually feel physically yeah yeah well maybe i could write something for the car ride over too while he's mulling over you know everything that's transpiring so like Mm -hmm. give the you know my theory of like he's you know fucked up his drug deal and like i'm I'm afraid that she's armed and I'm trying to think of a way to fucking frisk her before we go in (laughs) without just like fucking grabbing her. Yeah, for sure. If she wants to kill like mob guys, that's great. But like, he's not going to get involved in that. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, You know, that that's, that's a fucking lose, lose for everybody. Like I get it, you know? Yeah. You know, he's he's probably killed lots of people in the war, right? Like, I mean, it's it's whatever, but like, I mean, he's not going to be part of a mom war, New York. Yeah, right? exactly. You don't want to be in that at all. Yeah, you're you're not paying me enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's above your pay grade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. I, nope, you know, maybe like he it. just tells her. You know, maybe he just tells her, like, hey, you know, you're not coming in until I, you know. Yep. Check to make sure you're not down. carrying a piece or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nope. That's a good character moment. That's a good. That's a good PI moment for sure. Well, if it's in her person, awareness. This is maybe gonna make an awareness roll to see, but like she probably wouldn't have a shoulder holsters, right? So she probably have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back, yeah. Right? Unless like, she's an actual cop or you know PI herself, she wouldn't have a a holster at all. Yeah, you wouldn't think so. Mm-mm. I could see her having a gun. Right, and just making trips to the bank or whatever. Yeah, she. Like yeah, I mean, especially working, for, being the the owner now, possibly of the taxi company, she probably needs to have some protection. Okay, well, we'll deal with that next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it.